Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 10:31 with Kendall and Casey and the phone number 317-684-8444. Saturday at the property tax rally, I met with somebody and they said, "Yeah, I'm I want to call in, but I'm always driving when you guys do the voicemails." And I said, "You know, that phone number is available 24 hours yeah. a day, 7 days a week." Great so, point. even if uh, you can't call right now and something strikes your fancy and you want to chime in, you can call at any time 317-684 so uh, we got a lot of phone calls about Jim Lucas. Of course, mm-hmm. Jim Lucas, the state rep who was arrested for uh, uh, drunk driving impaired and then fleeing the scene of an accident in southern Indiana last week. Mm-hmm. Now, gave a heartfelt thing last week about how uh, my view on what Jim should do, I made that very clear, he should apologize to his constituents and resign, but after a long talk with Micah and with my wife, I thought it would be good to um, give him space Mm -hmm. to be able to do that and come to his own conclusions. I mean, that seems like a pretty reasonable thing that most people would, would do, but that's something he should come to on on his own. And I will say, we're almost a week into this, Casey, mm-hmm. and he hasn't said a word. Yeah. And that's a little concerning. That I mean, there's not been an acknowledgement of what took place. And I think that puts some red flags up for quite a few people that you haven't even heard, you know, and I'm sorry, or, you know, look, if there were a denial of some sort, okay, now we got a whole different world going on here. But the, I think the complete radio silence is a red flag for a lot of people. But we continue to say what we said before, which is pray for Jim Lucas, that he'll do the right thing, do the things necessary, make himself a, a better person. And, you know, for now, we'll continue to hopefully give him the space to do that. But a lot of people did want to call. It is newsworthy. We said we will continue to uh, cover this as information comes in. Look, his blood alcohol content is going to come out. Mm-hmm. That police video yep, the uh, body is, is going to come out. And we're going to cover that because it's a news story. The state rep accused of something very, very serious. So while we're giving him space to come to the right conclusions and do the right thing, it doesn't mean we're not going to cover it. And you have the right to weigh in. Obviously, this is someone who spends your tax dollars, is paid by your tax dollars. You have the right to speak your mind on this. And it, I think there's some people that are concerned by the lack of communication that this story is just going to go away. And so uh, we will we will be, you know, a, a platform for that. So here's a couple of those phone calls. Let's get to number one. Hi. Um, regarding Mr. Lucas, um, expectations are planned resentment. And so yeah, I think he expected he's going to come right off the bat and apologize. But 72 hours until we start thinking correctly. That's one of the reasons why the police can keep you for 72 hours for observation. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you know, and I truly think he should apologize, but give him a little time. Take good care. Love you both. Bye now. So she's being patient. 
given time, how much time? Well, that's the question. You know, and Mike and I talked about that, and he said, "Well, you know, absolutely, you shouldn't just let it go if he's not going to. I don't cooperate. It's not the right word, but if he's not going to admit, you know, own acknowledge, his, right? I mean, again, it's like the the radio silence. I think is is starting to become concerning for people. Well, not only from him, but from his crew over at the state house. Yeah. Nothing from Indiana GOP. Yeah, I mean, you've got Holcomb, who practically tore a hamstring when it was Curtis Hill calling on him to resign, going, oh, it's none of my business. It's the legislature. Uh, they can decide whatever they want to decide. And then you've got uh, one of the Flanders boys, Todd Houston, the Speaker of the House, saying, ah, it's a personal matter. Well, what what does that mean? I mean, so, so you know, again, we'll we'll continue to cover this a lot more phone calls about that uh this one is from nathan nathan has been a longtime listener of the show nathan listen all the way back to when the two women had the show during this time slot uh when when uh, mock and i had the show and now with with us casey's from boston one of our favorite listeners uh and he he called about this hello this message is for rob this is nathan calling in from boston a uh, long time listener i just wanted to say I just listened to the segment about Jim Lucas, and I just wanted to take the time to point out how much you have clearly grown as a person. Like, it's it's noticeable hmm. between the last show and this one. Uh, the things that you're able to say, the way you say them, the growth is noticeable. You've always been someone who wanted to tell the truth no matter whether or not people wanted to accept it. But hearing you lay aside the squabbles to say, I did not want this for this person. Nobody should want this for this person. That takes a lot of personal growth. And I just wanted to point that out and and say that it's noticed and appreciated. And I I wish you well. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, for how you've been consistent and honest on that radio station. Have a good day. Hmm. That was a nice phone call. Nathan is such a fan. He once took his vacation to come to Indianapolis and hang out with us. Yeah, he's a a phenomenal guy. And look, that's what we come back to is that the right thing to do for Jim is to continue to pray for him, that he'll do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, Jim works for the taxpayers. Jim is, you know, we always hear because I used to get on how these guys get how much they get paid, and the excuse always is, well, they're always working, they're always working year 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 round. Well, if that's the case, then you essentially did this while you were working, and so you work for us. And the radio silence thing, as we approach a week into this, mm-hmm. kind of kind of a, a red flag. But again, want to continue to do the right do the right thing. All right, one more phone call about Jim Lucas, then we'll move on. You saw, I saw that he was uh, arrested and seeing that he got was intoxicated, and now he's getting arrested. Now, I do think he'll get a free ride, but I do remember when I called into the show when you were talking about the Louisiana people texting you, and I kind of cracked a few jokes about Jim Lucas obsessively texting you. But honest, honestly, I don't know whether or not to feel sorry for him. Half of me wants to because I do have, because I do have compassion for people, and I don't like seeing people 
you know, getting into this kind of trouble for like being intoxicated. And I hope I want people to be clean. But the other half of me wonders if I should feel bad for him because of the uh, fact that he's voted for reckless spending and record taxation. And not only that, that he harasses radio broadcasters, which I think is absolutely immature of him to do. But all I can say is I want to use this as a message for Jim, whether or not he's hate listening or whether he ever is. I say to you, Jim, from one fellow Republican to another, I hope you get the help you need. I don't like seeing this kind of things happen to anybody, whether it be normal people or not. If you want to put it like from the small guy or the big guy, if you want to put it that way. I really do. Dis- I do disagree with a lot of what he's done. I, what you've done, Jim a lot of what you've done and the way you've conducted yourself, but I really hope you get the help you need, and I hope that you'll come out stronger than you did coming in. That's all I can really say. This really, it seems like a cry, cry for help to me, and it kind of reminds me of the Fetterman situation in a way, that if his family doesn't help him, they're like the Fettermans, and the Indiana GOP to me seems kind of like the Democrats, how they just kept putting him out there. And it's time that somebody says something on his behalf, whether it's him or a family member. Americans are so forgiving. All you have to do is come out and say, hey, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I'm never going to do it again. And these are the steps I'm taking to make sure that never happens. Um, And most people will good. You're doing the right thing. And they'll accept that. Look at how this is being handled so far. And I think this is a great example of how so far the silence, the non, no no apology, things of that nature, compared to how the mayor of Fort Wayne, I think Tom Henry is the guy's name, responded when he got his OWI. It, it was body cam footage. He was, he was intoxicated. And... He essentially, I think he just pled guilty to the whole thing. I don't think he even fought it. I think he was within days it was settled and he owned up and said, I made an egregious mistake. Right. And you look at, he just got renominated to be the the nominee for mayor again. I mean, as ridiculous as you think that is or may sound that you make that sort of decision, you're right to what you're saying because the dude just owned it. He yeah. said, I did it. I'm not going to fight it in court. I'm going to own it. I'm going to take my punishment. I'm going to tell everybody exactly what happened. Yep. And we're on to the next thing and it looks like he based on fort wayne's politics will continue to be the mayor of of fort wayne now again things some things we don't know again what's the bac what was involved exactly in the crash what the body cam footage shows so i mean these you know but it's like he plays he plays a role in this right the saying nothing saying nothing is louder than saying something yeah so just continue pray for the guy and we'll we'll uh, hope it goes the right way all right uh remember last week hammer and i got into a rather passionate conversation about jim ursay yes you did and i am vehemently against a billionaire getting money from poor and middle class people to fund his um Stadium, yeah, makes millions and millions of dollars for him uh, every year. I, as a Brownsburg resident, get no direct benefit out of that stadium. I'm a Bears fan. I mean, I'm forced <laughs> to cheer for the Colts because I have a financial interest in cheering for the Colts. And there's no reason that someone who doesn't live in Marion County is should be paying for a billionaire 
who inherited the team from his dad. It's not like he built it from scratch. Everything Jim Ursay has was given to him, and he obviously is built upon that based on owning a national team in the National Football League. It's like owning a Wendy's near a crowded interstate. You can't fail. And Hammer and I had a little passionate back and forth about that, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody called about that conversation. Rob Kendall. Man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you come down so hard on Jim Ursay. Jim Irsay is one of the, if not the, best owner in the NFL. Jim Irsay has done a lot for the city of Indianapolis. I mean, a lot. Look about it. Look it up. Think about it. You'll realize Jim Irsay is not a bad guy. Not his fault that his father owned a team and was running it into the ground. Jim turned it around when he took it over. Yeah, he didn't have to work too hard for any of his money. I agree with that. Nobody will disagree. But what I will disagree with is Jeremy saying getting the stadium for free. and get that stadium for free. Put a lot of his own money in. Put taxpayer money into it? Absolutely. But look what Jim Irsay and his football team have created for the city of Indianapolis. Okay, so a couple things that I want to uh, address with this. Uh, Number one, it's easy to give money when it's not your money to give much of it, right? So if Jim Irsay were himself invested in having to pay for that stadium, etc., probably not doling out. Look at all he's done for the city. But it's us that's doing it. We're paying for that stadium. That guy's just making a free stadium. Yes, taxes, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. So it's easy when a lot of it is essentially, I mean, at least it doesn't start as your money. It kind of becomes his money by force. It's very easy. Oh, what a great guy. He's giving away essentially someone else's money. That's number one. Number two, Jim Irsay did not turn the Colts around. One dude turned the Colts around, and his name is Peyton Manning. And his, he's, they're looking for baby cuddlers. I mean, the only, the only time the Colts resembled competence. Now, look, there was a stretch in the early years of luck where they were okay. They went to the playoffs, but this franchise, other than the Manning years has been, a for the most part, I mean, there was the year with Harbaugh where they almost made it to the Super Bowl, and that was this great, you know, happy accident. Everybody loved that team. But it's basically 40 years of train wreck for the most part other than the Manning years. So don't act like, oh, he, the, the, the Jim Irsay turned this city around or whatever. No. He had Peyton Manning. How could you lose with Peyton Manning? Okay, well, there is the argument, though, that, yes, He's got a gajillion dollars, but he is giving some of it back, at least to Indianapolis. He's not keeping all of it. I mean, you know, he donated $3 million to IU. He donated a million to the zoo. And he started the, um, you know, the initiative Kicking the Stigma dedicated to bringing awareness to mental health issues. Casey. He I'm I'm just saying he didn't have to do that. I know it's a goodwill gesture to make him seem like the good guy 
in Indianapolis. He didn't have to do that, though. People would still go to the football game, even if he didn't give some of his money away. Here's the offer I'm going to make, and we got to go to a break. Okay. If you give me a free billion-dollar stadium, <laughs> I will gladly give every bit as much as Jim Irsay has yeah. to those various charities. Yeah. And then will we do a whole segment about what a great guy Rob Kendall is? <laughs> we will. We will. Hey, you're growing. That one guy called and said that you're growing, and my question for you is, did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to ruin my reputation. Yeah. Hammer's going to join us next. It's 1046 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.